you can only really meet the levels of quality of that relationship if you are clear on what is the utility of the relationship and what the needs are being brought into for the reason why that relationship exists in in the first place. People struggle so deeply when it comes to relationships. Like it's relationships are genuinely the driving force of our life. Like the quality of our relationship, it really determines the quality of our life. Most of us are looking for hope answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope direction, and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays, where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Amelia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, it's Bianca. And this is Amelia. And welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are making evolution possible for growth-minded humans, just like each and every one of you, through vulnerable lessons, stories, and technology. We hope you enjoyed last week's episode, number 165, Are Emotions Real? We Mm -hmm. dove into all things emotions, what causes them, what creates them, and how do you gain a sense of control over them? So if you are someone who feels like your emotions are all over the place, you don't know how to get control over them, you don't know how to control yourself when you're feeling emotions, head on over to that episode. For today, 166, what is the quality of your relationships? And Miss Amelia The relationship expert over here, I don't say that jokingly, I say that with full seriousness, is going to guide us in this and I'm going to ask her some questions. So, Mm -hmm. M, right off the bat, let's just start off with the title of the episode. Yeah. What it really does determine the quality of a relationship, not only like an intimate relationship, but any and all relationships. What Mm. is it from your experience that drives the quality of that? Beautiful. At a high level, um, very simply, is the openness, willingness, and capability to be able to meet the needs that the relationship requires Mm. so that you can actually be in the relationship that both ends, if it's a two-way relationship you know like that's how kind of i'm looking at it so that both of those needs can be met in the utility of the relationship i always see relationships as utility like from a utilitarianism lens so like for example if you're in a friendship the utility is to drive friendship right compassion right there's specific needs that people are bringing to the table in that and so those elements that I just mentioned determine the ability to actually meet those needs and therefore the quality of a relationship. Same thing goes with colleagues. Same thing goes with intimate mm-hmm. relationships. So just at a high level, two parties engaging and determining that quality, that's those elements. 
So you're trying to increase the quality of the relationship. How is that different than increasing the quality of like your interaction with the person? So like what's the difference between the individual, like the individuals in the relationship and the relationship itself? Because I think you're saying that second one that you're trying, correct me if I'm wrong, but like what determines the quality is the intention and the effort that you're putting into the relationship itself. How is that different than what you're giving to that person? Mm. If there is a difference. So it's a great question. And I think many people can contemplate that in different angles. But I think that um, number one, you look at what, why is the relationship at play? Why are two people in relation to one another in the first place? What is the utility of the relationship? Is it a friendship, intimate relationship, et cetera? What's the setting? And then based on that first utilitarianism perspective and or answer, then you look at, okay, based on that utility, what is the quality and what determines that quality? So you bring the individual's needs into why the relationship exists in general, right? Because one person like this, we see this happen all the time for intimate relationships. One person might be all ready to meet their um, the love of their life, right? They might come to the relationship or the date or whatever and start that thinking that that's what their intention is. They're bringing a whole different set of needs to the relationship than someone who is just looking for some cuddles and snugs and physical needs to be met, right? The quality of that relationship is not necessarily going to be as high for the person who's trying to find wifey versus someone who's just trying to get cuddles, snugs, and sex, right? Like the quality is going to be really low for the person who's wanting wifey versus someone who is like all for the utility of the quote-unquote date or whatever. That's a great example that I know everyone can relate to. (laughs) So you can only be able to meet the quality of the... You can only really meet the levels of quality of that relationship if you are clear on what is the utility of the relationship and what the needs are being brought into for the reason why that relationship exists in, in the first place. Okay. How do we how do we simplify that? Because like from your understanding as a coaching perspective, that makes complete sense. But to some and to, I understand that too. But mm-hmm. for someone listening to this, what are like three tangibles that they can take away from that? Of how can so um if you're listening to the show, you're probably like in the car. You're with your partner, you're at home, you're doing something and you're thinking, how can I really improve the quality of my relationship? So imagining that if someone is listening to this and that's what they're thinking, mm. what are like the top three things you would tell them? <laughs> and let's 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 dive into those. Yeah. Okay. So um, I wrote these down before the episode too. So I'm going to kind of work through a verbal, verbal process with you. So to this okay. title of this conversation that we're having, what is the quality of your relationship? And to your question that you just asked, putting the listener in mind, okay, how can we improve the quality, right? You have to understand where you're at in the first place. So the three elements, the, the three things that I wanted to bring forward in this episode for our listeners 
is to really understand where is the quality now for you because you can experience it through like, well, it's not necessarily meeting my needs and that's probably why you're listening to this episode. Awesome. Here's the three elements that I want to go through with you. So number one is the level of self-beliefs and how they're supported in the relationship. Why Mm. this connects to kind of improving quality of the relationship is because like I said to the first start, like what is the utility of the relationship? If my expectation is coming into this relationship, understanding that me and my partner are in an, a monogamous, simple, um, monogamous, long-term relationship. I have a specific level of self-belief that I'm bringing into this relationship, right? My needs need to be met, et cetera, et cetera. I oftentimes find when coaching with people is the quality of their relationship is number one, determined by their level of self-belief. The, the two people being brought into their levels of self-belief dictate the quality of the relationship. So what do I mean by that? Mm. If I'm someone that wants to have a great relationship, intimate relationship with my partner, but yet I don't believe that I can do that or I can achieve that, I can have that. That level will be the glass ceiling for what I'm able to, quote unquote, cultivate in my relationship. Therefore, if I'm not aware of that, then I'm going to struggle to improve the quality of my relationship because the quality is dictated by my ability to move things forward and build that relationship. So it's not only like the self-belief that you have in yourself, but also the self-belief that you have with regard to like can this relationship be what I want and or need it to be? Exactly. Yep. Okay. And how well they're supported. So typically like I'll I'll sit down with a couple and I'll look at how well they're supported in their levels of self-belief. So like we all can kind of go back into maybe a school setting where, or a team setting. This is a really good example where you maybe might be either better or no, let's, let's, let's think about it from this perspective. You might be worse than the large majority of people that you're on a team with. Is that team celebrating you saying, Bianca, you can do this. You got this. You got this. Like, you know, run to second base, run to first base. You got this. Go ahead. Go, go. Like, is that supported in the relationship of you being able to execute and bring your full self regardless of where you're currently at? Or is it like, Bianca, you suck. You can't go to the second base. Like, you can't do that. Like, you know, like, so that level of support Is that being cheered on in your relationship? Because if not, right, say, for example, what I find in in couples, if someone has a low level of self-belief but wants to have a great, extraordinary relationship, but they're not supporting their partners, that's going to be really hard to improve the quality of their relationship. Just like a friendship, if a friendship, right, you have two people that come in at different levels of their own self-belief, one friend has high levels of self-belief and the other friend doesn't, right? Mm -hmm. And they're supportive of one another, right? That quality of their relationship is going to improve, right? But if they both have low levels of self-belief and they're not supporting one another, it's likely that that relationship's going to fall apart. Right. Okay. Awesome. What's the, <laughs> what's the second one? I, so, I want this to be just very tangible for everybody because I think, like, yeah. Em, you know this more than I do. People struggle so deeply when it comes to relationships like it's relationships are genuinely the driving force of our life like the quality of our relationship it really determines the quality of our life and if your relationships aren't happy and exciting and fulfilling and giving you what you need the quality of your life is going to significantly go down and I think there's so you and I know this so wholeheartedly there's just so much 
fluffiness and so much like BS that's put out there. And I want this to be a really good starting point for people of like, okay, Amelia and Bianca gave me tangibles. I can take this and really go do something with it. So Mm. let's go on to number two. So number one is the quality of self-belief in yourself and in the relationship being what you want, what it can be, and feeling supported in that. So that's all encompassing of number one. Yes. What is number two? I'm so shocked at how amazing these are every time. Like, I'm, it's the best investment I've made in a very, very long time. So thank you. You have found your purpose, girl, and you are living it out. <laughs> Number two, and I'll just add a comment to what you said. The reason why there's so much fluffiness in here, because a lot of people expect to improve the quality of your relationship, it's going to be easy. So I'll say that right now. It's not going to be easy and it's multi-layered, multifaceted, but that doesn't mean that you're not 1000% capable of improving the quality of your relationships, right? So tune in. All right. Number two. Number two, I believe how the partner, and I'm I'm talking about an intimate partner in this setting, but you can apply it to being the other person in the relationship. How well that partner supports and treats the other partner in and after what I call shaker moments. So this is what I'm referring to as when you set a boundary, when you have a shameful experience in your relationship, when you are fearful, when you're hurtful, or when you're really, really struggling. This is what I refer Mm. to as a shaker moment. How does the other person in this relationship respond to that? How How do they treat you in that moment? right? Is there respect and dignity preserved in the relationship and are your boundaries? Is your shame, is your fear, is the hurt that's there, is that honored? Can you have space for it? And is that person in the relationship rubbing salt in the wound or are they holding space for you to be imperfect? Are they holding space for you to feel respected in setting a boundary Or are they guilting, shaming, blaming, and rubbing salt in the rune, helping to like induce even more anxiety, fear, right? Like this is the difference between someone who can have respect and dignity preserved in a relationship and thus improve the quality of a relationship or have these shaker moments be like quicksand for the relationship. Does that help? So, yeah. <laughs> I was going to make a smart ass comment. I was going to say, so when Amelia makes a mistake and I tell her she sucks, you know, <laughs> exactly. I, I, would, I would never do that. I True. literally would never do that. But yeah. So how is your partner treating you and how are you treating your partner when these challenges come up? Are you there for them? Are you supporting them? Are you working together and aligning on how can we as a team Mm -hmm. work through this? Or is it more defensive and combative? So going into uh, John Gottman, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, are you defensive? Are you critical? Are you contemptuous? And then are you stonewalling? Mm. So (laughs) no one's gonna know what that is but that's okay but essentially these pillars are think about it as like um like like a table are you knocking out the legs from underneath the table to your point be what you had said like in these what i call shaker moments i want you to envision like this is what could make that table even more strong or it could kick out a leg which will completely erode the quality of the relationship so number one Self-belief, 
about the relationship and about yourself. Mm-hmm. Number two, how are you showing up for those shaker moments? Are you supporting your partner and are they supporting you? Or is it a fight? Is it challenge? Is it negativity? Mm-hmm. What's the third one? The third one is how often are the little moments building towards a meaningful future mm. together and apart? So what I mean by this is the quality of your relationship is really capped by all these things, right? And and your ability to improve your relationship, which is inherently implies that you want to grow, you want to get better where you are right now, that's inherently going to require more time, more energy, and maybe even who knows more money, right? So all of your resources, how often in those little moments, are you thinking, are you helping to build towards a meaningful future together? If you have a friendship, right? Are you going on lunch dates? Are you going, are you thinking about that partner? Like in the moments, like I had a moment earlier where I was thinking about like, oh, like I want to, I want to do some watercolor and send B a cute little Valentine, right? Like, and I'm going to do that. And I was thinking about that in like a little moment because like in those little moments, I want to build towards a meaningful future, not only as a business partner, but as a friend and as another woman and as someone who's supportive in her life, right? So like, That's something that's happening behind the scenes in those little moments that are building towards a meaningful future. And I find that relationships, whether it be business partners, team member, colleagues, intimate partners, any like family members, how often someone is really leveraging those little moments to build towards a meaningful future Hmm. really dictates the level and the quality of their relationship. If you want to improve your relationship, start to shift a conscious focus towards the relationship And I would say, honestly, even in those moments when you guys are apart, I know it's a lot easier said than done because sometimes, you know, there's just so much on your plate. It's hard to focus and concentrate on these relationships. But I really do believe in in this um, quote that I have that is, if you're not growing, you're dying. And relationships are just the same, right? Plants are just the same. I'm such a gardener, so I bring that into the fold all the time. If I want a plant to grow and I'm not giving it any care, I don't believe that it can grow, right? So I'm not pumping it up. And I don't really like when it has a sad little leaf that's like kind of lagging, I, you know, I don't like do anything about it. And then in the little moments, I'm not thinking about like, oh, maybe that's not the right sunlight for that person. Like, you know, like here's the thing, like we're just like that. So I can't expect the quality of the relationship or of the plant or whatever to grow if I'm not willing to put in some of these elements that's going to require a little bit more time, energy and some love. <laughs> you were the sweetest thing for anyone watching this i'm literally freaking cheesing right now okay um, my concern is just if the post office can get it to you because i'm gonna have to like ship it out on monday <laughs> so but it's the thought that counts and i will oh i love you okay. <laughs> um final you're takeaway. so cute you're so cute i'm literally <laughs> cheesing <laughs> I know. Guys, for those of you who aren't watching this, like I really encourage you to go to the YouTube and at the very least just scroll (laughs) to this moment because like this is a great example where the quality of our relationship literally like it's just one of those, one of those three that I just gave, right? I'm sharing that to you. Look at how Bianca's cheese in. Like B, like how do you feel right now? Just like what are some emotions that you're feeling right now? I think I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling because you and I have done such a good job at the other two as well. Like 
we really believe in ourselves and our ability to give to this relationship, not only just tangibly in what you just said, like sending me a watercolor thing, but <laughs> in you know the way that we speak to each other, the way that we show up for each other, the consistency that we have in our relationship. Yeah. And then number two, you and I have never gone into a fight. And that's because of you. Like, I'm not taking okay. credit for that. That's all you. <laughs> I'll take it. Be- <laughs> not because, like, we never have disagreements or anything, but because mm-hmm. the way we show up for each other when challenging things do come up, when we need to have a tough conversation, when Amelia gives me feedback or when I give her feedback, yeah. we're coming at it from a sense of, I deeply love this person. Mm. I want this. I want a good outcome from this. I'm not here to just get my point across and just to fight. No. I want a good outcome from this. And Amelia has helped me so much in this. And I know with her and Alan, you know, he's really given her the credit too of like, it's all her. Like, Mm. Amelia's so emotionally regulated. It's unreal. (laughs) But, well, it's that number two that you're talking about. It's, it's the respect and dignity has been reserved or preserved in those shaker moments because it could be a shaker of where the table legs get kicked out and you know like this relationship can be like torn down but i i aspire to improve the quality of our relationship right so i i Mm. I show up and i apply these three things every single day and i shift a conscious focus to that you know and if i didn't you know what would happen to the relationship right it would naturally degrade so that's the thing for all of us So to answer your original question, what am I feeling? I'm feeling very loved, very Mm. cared for, very seen, very special. All the things. You're touching all my love languages, man. All the things. All you need to send is some chocolate-covered strawberries and we'll be be set. If anyone wants to send them over my way, you know, I'm not going to say no. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love chocolate-covered strawberries. Oh, Oh my God. All right. We're getting off the rails here. (laughs) Let's bring Um, it back. What is your your episode suggestion? Uh, All right. My episode suggestion is 112, how self-worth impacts relationship two major crux whenever i am coaching with someone i want to understand where is their self-worth and where is their self-belief because those two inherently contribute into the number one element that i talked about um and and really is the glass ce- ceiling for so many so many people's ability to see or not to see to break or not to break their ability to improve their quality of the relationship so that's what i do in my coaching and um yeah, that's that's my episode suggestion. How about you? <laughs> Mine is number six, how to uncover your relationship standards. Oh, so good. An oldie and a goodie. And a goodie. Oh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you enjoyed Amelia and I just loving on each other. Loving. Um, we have so many amazing things coming down the pipeline for everybody. And one of them is group coaching. Mm. we are going to have so much information come out of this and we're going to keep putting it here and bringing it here. But high level, if you're someone who has really struggled getting the help that you need, if you've been to therapists and you've bought programs and you've done all of these things and none of them have worked and you're like, dude, I'm on my last straw. Like (laughs) I need something to finally help me get the life that I want, to feel the way I want to feel about myself. And I'm sick and tired of not having that. 
and I'm sick of buying things that don't work, Mm -hmm. then this group coaching really is for you because everything Amelia and I are doing, we're not just taking it from like, oh yeah, this might work. (laughs) We're taking it really from the perspective of what if people told us they need What have we heard deeply from our community and from the people around us and from our clients? What do they really need and how can we help them in that? Mm -hmm. So if you're interested, if you want more information, there is a link in the description for an early bird sign up. So all you got to do is just put your email there, your email address, and we will send you all of the information there and you can sign up for group coaching early, which is going to be the end of March. Mm, And you might just be able to get into early bird pricing. So with that said, we're really excited for y'all to continue your Evolve journey with us. And we are so grateful to be a part of that. So hopefully you guys loved and enjoyed this episode and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, Bye everyone. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses and These are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.